Hey everyone, it's Miss Self Love, and I have a special guest on my podcast this week. I am so excited. His name is Roger, and his Instagram is Roger That Yo. I'm gonna spell that out for everyone in a second, but I'm so excited to have him on my podcast this week because he is a self help influencer, and one of the main reasons he decided to become a self-help influencer is because he went through a breakup and it just caused him to see the light about healthy relationships and he decided to become a self-help influencer and I just think this is amazing because this is pretty much why I became a self-help influencer as well because of a breakup so I'm really excited for everyone to talk to Roger I'll be asking him some questions about his breakup and he's gonna keep it real with us and this is like the interview I've been waiting for so I'm so excited so Roger is his Instagram is Roger that yo r-o-g-e-r-t-h-a-t Y-O, and he is on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, giving self-help, help relationship, healthy advice, and just he talks about different things to motivate people, and everyone needs motivation, so just follow him on all platforms, but say hi to everyone, Roger. You know, traditionally, it's kind of like, I think society doesn't encourage men to be expressive with their feelings. Um, but I think I think it's a human thing though. Like everyone needs to be transparent with their feelings in order for some sort of growth, or else you're just sweeping all this like stuff under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So as far as answering your question, as far as hip hop, um, I still listen to hip hop. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty random with my music now. I don't really have a specific. Um, song or artist that I really listen to but let's say like for example there's a commercial song that still preaches the whole like unhealthy um message uh, I don't know I to be honest I'm kind of numb to it I I, yeah. I, I kind of listen for the beat but I don't yeah. I don't really listen for the words anymore um I mean I think one thing I I do I, I've, I've been I've been always interested in learning the human side of artists um but I think like, as I get older, I, I just try to learn about their life beyond the art instead um, instead of the songs. But I don't know if that answers your question. No, that answers my question. I still listen to um, hip-hop, too. I just listen to selective mm-hmm. hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. So I listen to the ones. I like a lot of self-affirmation okay. music because it gives me my PD. Uh-huh. But um, anything disrespectful, especially towards women, I s- stay away from that. Uh-huh. So I'm still I'm in that kind of like selective area yeah. of what, because um, what I go in, what I put in my ears is very important here. So you know. yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I think um, the culture is shifting in this modern age for no, sure. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. like the '90s and 2000s, it was very. Uh, what I can't think of the term right now, but it was very um, you know, degrading mm-hmm. women. It I was. forgot. I forgot. Yeah. yeah so um, I think this modern age with the whole like Me Too movement and all that, I think women are starting slowly to get their power back. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like with the internet, it, it's giving exposure for more women because traditionally, as yes. far because like um, in this modern age, there's more female rappers that are more popping than ever before. Yeah, yeah, because there's no middleman where like mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But as far as like yeah, hip hop music, I, I think the the culture is definitely shifting to more positivity. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I'm I I do want to say it now. A lot of uh, hip hop artists that are married and and showing off their girlfriends now, and they mm-hmm. have to be family men. Right. And I like it. You know, I just want the music to stay more positive right. and more self affirmations mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up. It, it actually reminds me of like. Um, like I think of the Jay Z four 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 album, um, and you know Jay Z is one of the most influential like individuals in hip hop right now, and you know he he did have like his own like dirt, and I think it was refreshing to me to see the maturity of him as a human being with his whole relationship, um, cause cause. I'm sure you you know, but you know he went to therapy, couple counseling and all yeah, that. Yeah, I know because Beyonce. Is yeah, like, you know, yeah. So that was pretty. That's pretty. Cool, that's pretty cool to see. Yeah. <clears throat> and him being in the influential position he's at, it just kind of inspires more men in general. I would say more primarily black men because, um, you know, people though that's his like niche that can relate to him. You know, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like what you said earlier with the whole. Um, rappers are showing more at the girlfriends and now mm-hmm. rather than back then it was like yeah. I, I gotta have hoes and sh- you know and all that right. sorry I don't know if I can swear or say anything yeah that's fine okay <laughs> um, or even like I, I don't, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London oh yeah yeah, yeah. Beautiful, um, no for sure situation. yeah like yeah so like I, I, I've, I've learned a lot about their relationship and just how they have that like spiritual strong foundation of like connection and that's kind of that was rare to see back then, you know. Um, and you know, I just remember back then. I, I, I remember reading some type of book about a rapper or something, and they were telling like their stories of like how um, they would like hide their wives and just kind of do dirt on the road. But yeah. but but anyways, I think the point is just like that the culture is shifting, you know. Yeah, it is point. shifting. Yeah, it, it is shifting. I will say that, and I'm I'm happy about that. And I do have one last question for you, and that is, what would you do differently in your future relationship now that you know better and you are a changed man? What would you do? What will you be doing differently in your next relationship? I would say, um, I don't, I don't want to sound cliche, but I would say like communicate more effectively and over communicate. Um, and I feel like um, the term over communicate can be taken the wrong way sometimes like when I say over communicate I'm not talking about how how much you guys talk in conversations I'm talking about the quality of the conversation um so whenever you have this you have a situation or problem you definitely have to over communicate in terms of laying out the whole situation um and feelings of it um because like you can't be having this whole passive aggressive exchange of conversation because it's not really going to solve anything um because you know i look at back then you know whenever i had an issue i just kind of like showed it through my face and not communicating in words which you know i feel like most most problems or issues in relationship can be easily solved through communication but you know like pride ego and lack of communication skills gets gets in the way um so over communicate and i i want to add another thing too i would say like promote personal development for both parties um encourage mm-hmm. each other because you know I, I think i think life in general mm-hmm. you know life in general i, I think when people everyone wants to be happy mm-hmm. everyone has a different definition of happiness however i would say one thing that's universal is progress 
progress creates happiness. You know what I mean? So I feel like um, in order for both parties to continuously keep that bond alive, you need to grow together at least on a similar pace. You know what I mean? So and, and personal development w- is definitely an essential part for for a healthy relationship. Yeah, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, like all that. Um, that's a deeper topic, but I would say pers- like communication over communicate and personal development. I definitely agree with everything you're saying 150%. And I'm glad we had to have this interview because I, you know, my podcast, I talk about the side of, you know, basically getting dumped and I'm on the other end and you were the dumpy and I don't, I didn't know what was going on in the dumper's head and I didn't really care. So my podcast was just more about helping people heal from a breakup. I, I didn't realize that the person that does the dumping gets, gets hurt as well. So I'm glad you, you gave another side and you told that other side of the story. And I'm glad we know what's going on in, on that part. So thank you for that. And he is a changed man. So he's definitely a self-help influencer um, because one of the reasons was a breakup. What is the other reasons that you decided to become a self-help influencer? Um, I would say, so growing up, I I always had this passion to help people. Um, I just didn't know what that is. Um, And... I would say, you know, this whole like breakup situation definitely pushed me and inspired me to go on this journey. And it brought me to a lot of low points, of course, but it forced me to really learn a lot about myself. And and it just put me on this whole like personal development journey and try to improve different aspects of my life. And uh, when I started seeing more transformations for myself, I started being more cognizant of other people's behaviors and I don't know I, I don't know I, I should I don't, I'm not I don't know how to explain it but I just feel like now I have a good sense of different behavior like toxic behaviors insecurities and different anxieties that people have and I just feel like the transformation I have for myself I can I just know how to help people through that and and also so I guess a few months ago these past few months I, I was trying to figure out like how to what my strengths were. So I, I was talking to a few close friends and I asked them, hey, like what am I good at? I, I always felt like I wanted to do something, but I wasn't sure what it was. And I had a lot of friends tell me that I've helped them gain perspective. I've helped them see things differently. I've helped them get through the issues. And that was something that I don't want to say surprised me. It surprised me a little bit because I felt like I, I've always been open to give my input on things, but I didn't think the impact it had on people. So when I started seeing like a reoccurring theme of me being able to offer like people perspectives of things and helping them get through challenges, I was like, and and also like I, for the longest time I, I acknowledged it, but I had like imposter syndrome. I felt like, man, like I'm, I'm still figuring my life out and just continuously to grow like who am I to tell people what to do but but then what you know my good friends were telling me like you know if if I'm able to influence people and impact people in real life that that I talk to like why wouldn't it 
do have the same impact through content. So that kind of clicked with me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try and I'll start making content for, you know, just put it out and whoever sees it hopefully can help them. Um, so that's kind of how my journey of being a, I guess, creating more self-help content for people. Thank you so much for that, Roger. I'm so like, this is, this interview means a lot to me. It really does. Cause this is what the people that listen to my podcast wanted to hear. They wanted to hear what's going on in a man's head that has messed up before. So thank you. Yeah. And a changed man. So thank you for that. So everyone, make sure to follow Roger on all platforms for his self-help and motivational, inspirational posts and videos that he does. He is amazing. So go to Roger That Yo, R-O-G-E-R-T-H-A-T-Y-O, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, to see more of Roger. So thank you everyone for listening and have a nice night. Um, now I'm definitely honored to be on, on this podcast. And, um, you know, just hearing your story about how you became a breakup coach and doing this podcast is definitely inspirational and relatable in a sense. Thank you so much, Roger, for that. And so well, I'm just going to get right into the first question. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to get right into it. So how did your last relationship and why did you guys break up? How did it end? Just talk about what happened. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, towards the end of the relationship, I I started taking things for granted. And I thought I thought the grass was greener on the other side. Um, and I... Basically, my so the person I was before I wasn't really the greatest communicator, and I whenever there was an issue, whenever I disagreed with something, I wouldn't really speak up. So, I would looking back, I, I would say a lot of the problems built up in me and caused a lot of resentment, and that just caused me to push her away more. Um, and instead of like facing the problem and being straight up about how I felt, I just pretty much let the situation simmer down and um yeah let the communication pretty much just not become you know romantically like how I was in a relationship anymore well thank you for that I understand everything you're saying I do have a couple of more questions from what you were saying now do you think were you comparing her to other people and other relationships as to this, maybe that had an effect on the relationship where you like comparing her that's a very good question yeah I definitely did a lot of comparing which is um, now in retrospect it's a very unhealthy aspect of um, a healthy relationship um, so I there were times where I would compare her to other girls mm. um, uh, maybe so how I looked at it was if a girl did something that um, my girl didn't do I would kind of judge her for that you know and and ultimately it's kind of like that's you know it goes al- along the lines of taking my girl for granted and not communicating that issue out you know instead of just feeling the high off other girls traits and not facing the issue of my current girl um, 
and you know, in the grand scheme of things, you can't really judge other people off a surface level trait, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's like I was pretty much blinded by by that, by the whole comparing thing. Um, so I would say one thing. Yeah. So I would say that as far as comparing in a relationship, it's very unhealthy. Comparison is dangerous, even when we compare ourselves to people, period. Comparison is dangerous, so I understand that. And I do have another question for you. Do you think the music had anything to do with why you felt a certain way about your relationship? Like, what kind of music were you listening to, and how did it affect your relationship, Roger? (laughs) So, uh, growing up, you know, I was uh, very heavy into hip-hop, rap music, Mm -hmm. and definitely had an impact on how I viewed girls and females yeah so I would say like you know growing up you know in general our parents are supposed to be like the biggest influences in our lives but my parents you know in traditional Asian culture they're not really open to talk about relationships and all that like they'll they'll take care of me and my siblings but they'll never teach us like um how to communicate effectively or how to be in a healthy relationship. And that goes for society as well. So I would say as far as where I learned how to be a man, my definition of a man came from hip-hop and from the envir- my environment too, the guys I was hanging around with. Um, and, you know, I remember um, growing up, there was a once upon a time, during that time when I was, like, doing my dirt, like, I, I felt like cheating was cool. Um, it's not right, but it just felt like... Um, you felt empowered because mm-hmm. the guys I was hanging around with would um, hype you up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. t- like talking to other girls behind your girl's back and just, mm-hmm. you know, the whole enabling thing. Just that, I think it goes along the lines of like um, feeling that self-value from that because that was your environment. So, And that goes along with the music as well. Thank you for saying all of this because this is a lot. A lot of my listeners are going through this like maybe they've been dumped and they don't know what's going on. So I just really am glad you're here being honest so we can know what's going on from a man's point of view that's been in a situation. Because it doesn't matter whether you do the dumping or get dumped. It hurts for both parties. So and also I wanted to ask the question because I talk a lot about how to get your ex back and how to get over your ex. So did you try to get your ex back? Like and what happened? Yeah, for sure. So before I answer the question, I actually had a thought of your previous question. So to add on to the music thing, Uh I think that there's this like classic example of like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, having a main chick and a side chicks. Oh, God, I talk about that. Go ahead. Okay, but... But I just wanted to kind of paint that dynamic of, like, my mindset during that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had, you know, a solid girl for a relationship, but it's it felt empowering to talk to other girls as well and have, like, side pieces um, because it was kind of like a quantity game for, for guys, you know? Like, numbers game, com- competition of, like, who has most girls' numbers and all that. So, yeah. So, just wanted to add on to that. No, that's How, good information. Yeah, yeah. know that. yeah. But that's like an ego, low self-esteem thing. But that's a deeper issue. Um, but to answer your question, um, yeah. So, so for my situation, originally, I I would consider myself the dump, the dumper. So yeah, yeah. So um, how I approach the situation is kind of complicated. I, I wasn't really straightforward. Um, I was like, you know, I, I basically told her that I 
I wanted a break, but I kind of never followed up. Uh, but we still remain in contact. Uh, but long story short, you know, for the longest time, you know, like I, I felt like I had the power in the relationship. You know, I was kind of arrogant. I wasn't empathetic towards her feelings. You friend zone. You tried to friend zone. Yeah, exactly. And and I, I try to friend zone her and just switch up that dynamic and have the control. You know, mm-hmm. um, and in retrospect, I, I didn't really realize it at that time because I was thinking about myself. I thought I can call the shots and things were that simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's kind of like, now I can be empathetic and it's like, damn, like how a girl would feel like that would feel pretty hurt like mm-hmm. you would just like switch up the dynamic like that uh-huh. especially for her investing all that time it, mm-hmm. it goes both ways you know if a girl did that to a guy too like after investing all that time and you just get friend zone like that like nah that, that's not cool um but yeah as far as like trying to get her back the turning point was like you know when she stood me up and you know um called me on my bs and that was the first time I felt like, oh, wow, like, I actually lost her. Because, you know, for the longest time when I was on my arrogant, like, mm-hmm. arrogant journey, I, I, I felt like, you know what, I, I can get away with anything. You know, like, uh-huh. like she, 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 she's very forgiving. Ooh, and yeah. I felt like, you know, I, I, can, I, can, I can always have her. Um, and, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, and... Yeah, the day she stood me up, that was when the tables turned. And I, I felt like, wow, like I, I really lost her. And that really dropped my ego. And that, that made me reflect. And that was the first time I reflected, you know, because cause when, when you have that much power and you, you're just, you just want to ride this high and, and, and you, feel, you feel like you're never wrong, you know. And that was the first time I really reflected. And I went on this deep... Uh, self-reflection and yeah and long story short I I wanted to get back and I apologized to her and but she wasn't agreeable to that um, and yeah so that's what happened oh my gosh. Yeah. thank you for being so honest about that because a lot of men won't even admit to like they don't even know how to put to what you put in perspective into words Mm -hmm. so thank you for putting it into words for men and women so we can have a clear understanding on what's going on Mm -hmm. with breakups in a man's mind and 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 what you're going through is natural like you're not a bad guy because you learned from it Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm and I am glad that your ex stood up for herself and didn't let you absolutely do that to her. Because I tell my listeners all the time, especially in my nightly podcast, don't let a guy friend zone you. Don't, you know, stand up for yourself, Mm -hmm. because when you stand up for yourself, it teaches everyone a lesson. Right. You can't enable people. Right. And you can't let yourself fall into a situation like that so I'm glad you know it happened like that so you both can learn right absolutely a a lesson and now you learned a lesson from it and now you're a self-help influencer and you Mm -hmm. want everyone to have healthy relationships and now you're able to teach other people better hopefully teach men better Mm -hmm. right yeah so do you I just have a question on top do you you still listen to like hip-hop and things like that like or what is your listening to and how do you like separate it from your real life and just the question that's a great question uh but before i answer that as well i have another thing to add um so um but no i mean yeah thank you for recognizing like you know my transparency and all that but i think that really just made me reflect of Mm -hmm. you know before this whole like being stood up when i was 
um, pretty arrogant and all that. I I would say one of my issues that I had was like not being able to express myself, and yeah. and I and I wasn't being I wasn't able to be honest with myself either. You know, I was always in denial of like doing dirt, doing wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I had to protect my ego. But you know, as I went through this whole journey of like personal development and all that, I just realized like, you know, I. I have to be transparent with everything. You know, if I want to grow, I have to be real and just acknowledge, acknowledge my feelings. Like, and 